Hello and welcome to your daily dose of commentary, starting with the topic, GTA 5 is celebrating its 10 year anniversary. So Rockstar Universe on Twitter says, Grand Theft Auto 5 is shortly going to be celebrating its 10th anniversary on the 17th of September. Do you reckon Rockstar Games will have something special planned to celebrate? And I said, man, I hope I remember to speedrun the game on the anniversary. Would be fitting, someone remind me. Source, I'm a voice actor for GTA 6. What if I did just a clumsy run, just played through the game, speed ran it of course. I've actually had this idea that I could like be in a Discord call with some better runners and maybe find a way to give them like a, a more like immediate up-to-date capture of my game or something with like no latency or something or very low latency. But I'm not very good at talking to people and I'm worried it will be awkward and I'll be very bad and I'll want to bail or something but I'll have them there and I'll have to organize it all and it's a, it's a thought that I'll keep there because they're, they're good guys. Like they, I'm sure some of them would be willing to help me out. Another thing I want to work on is, do you guys remember the world record progression video? So I made this video a long time ago, GTA 5 world record progression, which obviously is not to the same degree that a normal world record progression video is. It doesn't cover as much. Like it, it, all it is, is like a bar graph race that uh, shows the development of the various different categories. It shows how many days the person held world record, what their time was at the time uh, as it progresses through different dates. Well, it only goes up until 2020. So it's been three years since this happened. So it was seven years. And you see me there in 100% having world record for 473 days. There were multiple reasons why I haven't made one since. The biggest reason being that in the last three years, the category names have changed. Different boards were split and put back together. There were different modifiers and stuff. And it made it very confusing to the degree that some of these categories will have like a year when no one does any runs because that category didn't exist for that year in a way. So I'm not sure how this is gonna work, but I would like to make another one. If for nothing else, I would imagine that there'll be hundreds of thousands of people who click on this and have an interest in speedrunning and will get to the end and be like, oh, that is who has world record. I will follow that person. I might even at the end, just, just give them the Twitches for these people. Or maybe I'll put like symbols next to their names, like Twitch, Twitch and all that stuff. Yeah, it's probably good. I mean, still an interesting video. And I'm, I, I, will I cover the whole 10 years next time? I hope so, I have to speed it up though. Obviously, I was inspired by Summoning Salt, one of my favorite content creators, even if his style is not perfectly suited for a speedrun this long. Honestly, I stopped watching him because of his uh, support of reactors, but um, we're in the same Discord together and, and, and we've, had, we've had some cordial kind of interactions and he doesn't seem as, as, as hot on them as he used to be, so yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that's kind of in the past now. Maybe I can go back to watching his stuff because he's probably released a couple of good videos that I could uh, binge over the last uh, couple of years. However long it's been. Like, I used to shout him out all the time, but it just became really awkward. When I had my drama with Charlie, he just, like, like the first first goddamn day, he, like, tweets out a thing. He's like, hey, man, reactors are the greatest thing ever, bro. I'm just like, all right, man. It's just awkward. TikToker makes me question my ability to speak English. Have you guys seen this dude? He explains who he is in, like, a 30-second clip. That's why I've chosen this one. He speaks three languages, his third language being English. And the way he speaks is so interesting to me. It's like, when you hear him speak, it makes you feel like that you are speaking incorrectly. If you're looking for someone who can improve your English speaking, look no further. In this video, I'll teach you three ways that you can use to improve your English speaking. Now, my first language was actually Cantonese. And my second language was Mandarin. So having to learn this third language, which is English, and still being able to master it to a level of a native speaker, I take pride in that. Like when I hear him speak, I'm like, that is not a native speaker of English because he speaks English too well. <laughs> is it even him? It is him. 
it sounds fake because it sounds so well-spoken, you know? Sounds like, it's not, I, I swear, he has like, like endless amounts of these clips. The desync, I might be desync because I'm playing it from the website or whatever. He speaks in voiceover. Because, <laughs> yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Because when you do voiceover, it's just, you're intentionally trying to speak as clear and crisply as possible. In other videos, he talks about like, difficulties that people have when they learn English, like, because we don't say words, we like mash them together. I don't wanna. I don't want to. Australians are particularly bad at that. When I was listening to one of my recent rambles, I think the one related to talking about Destiny's tweets, I'm like, I just mashed like 10 words together there. No one's gonna understand what the hell I said. Like you may notice in that video that after the fact I re-recorded a bunch of things and that's why. Because I said them so quickly on the day that I didn't think anyone would understand. But yeah, interesting. I wish I knew more languages, but I know I'm never gonna have the time or need to uh, put that kind of effort in. But yeah, if you are, uh, for whatever reason, want to learn some uh, English stuff, Mr. Yang English, he's popped up all over my TikTok. He's probably doing heaps well. Yeah, 3.7 million followers. Goddamn. The fake $1,000 donation story. The following is footage from 2019 where I explained what happened. This, however, has not ended up in the Ramble series before. Type one if you haven't heard the $1,000 donation story and or want me to tell it again. And I'll just make it into a video or something. I've told on stream like a dozen times, but yeah, because there's always new people. Okay, so I was doing GTA 5 100% and this person stops by and for those who don't know We have a like a, a strict no fake donation policy for for a long time People used to like make their name colored and come in and be like I'm donating five dollars Best of luck streamer or some shit and it was all really annoying So those people just get banned immediately and so this person comes in and they're like hey man you want, you want some money? And I'm like, oh, look, this, this fucking person doing fake donations. What is this garbage? And I, I clearly didn't believe them. And I don't think they were even following the stream. And I'm like, look, I'm just going to ban you if you're just going to keep talking about giving giving me money and shit. And you, you're just yanking my chain. So we banned them. And then, like, you know, 15 seconds later, I get a $1,000 donation. And I'm like, are you serious? Uh, okay, unban the person. Let's just... Hear them out, and it's like, I'm, I'm super skeptical, because I, I don't think this person was following me. I'd never seen them before. Like, why would they just give me $1,000? And then the person's like, no, 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 it's, 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 it's cool, man. You want some more money? I'm like, no, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Thank you, thank you so much. I'm, I, I try to take it a bit seriously, even though I'm super skeptical. Like, it's one of those things where you want to be excited, but you know there's some bullshit going on here. So my viewers, some of them friended this person, and they followed them to other streams. And this person was dropping mad stacks of money, just $100 here, $200 here, $500 here. And eventually, he gets into a stream where uh, the streamer invites the person into their Discord to, to, to talk. And you hear, I, I only saw a clip of this, I didn't get to see the whole conversation, but you hear the kid's voice. And it's um, like probably like a 15-year-old kid or younger. And you're like, ah, oh, here we go. And uh, it's, it's, the, it's the old stereotype, right? Kids got his father's credit card going to town giving random people money and in the clip that I saw I wish I still had it maybe I can splice it if I can find it but I probably won't be able to find it there was the dad comes into the room and you can hear the kid being like I'm sorry I I just didn't I, just, I didn't mean I didn't know I'm sorry I'm super and then like I think it just hang like the, the the call ends or the clip ends or something and you're like ah oh, shit <laughs> like and and so obviously I'm like oh, I'm gonna get this charge back I'm not, I'm not going to get out to keep this money. And I wouldn't try to either, because, you know, it's a, it's a scam if, if I kept it. Um, 
because it wasn't given given willingly. And so the person um asked for the money back, whatever. It didn't cost me anything to give it back to them. Uh, but this was like a week later this happened. But that isn't the end of the story. So after this whole emotional ordeal where I realize I'm not going to be able to keep the $1,000, like an hour, hour and a half later, I get another $1,000 donation. I'm like, why, why, why must these people kick me when I'm down? Why? And the person's like, person's like, what do you mean? It's like, yo, this is a fake donation, right? He's like, what do you mean? It's like, no, but you know, I just received a fake donation for $1,000. He's like, what are you talking about? And I don't know what you mean. And, and I'm like, but you, this, this can't be real. He said, no, no, it's real, man. I'll, I'll send you the PayPal stubborn stuff. You know, I, I like your content. And I, I look, I, his follow age was like only a few days at best. I'm like, like, was he even following? I'm not even sure. And he, and he subs afterwards. And he, like, and he like talks like a normal person, but he claims to be like a 19 year old, 20 year old something who um, sells stuff on Amazon and just has a lot of money. And I'm like, okay, sure. Thanks, I guess. So I, I, I was, I was highest levels of skepticism, but it never got charged back. The dude came back to the stream a handful more times and uh, I sent him, I sent him a message later. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm sorry for being so skeptical. You know, just, I just had no choice and thank you so much. I said, no, no, it's cool, man. I get it. <laughs> I, so I guess that's the end of the story though. It's not like he came to the stream a lot. Since then, I haven't seen him in a long time, but I guess he just wanted to be nice, and maybe I said something he liked, I'm not sure, but... So that's the story of how I got two $1,000 donations, and one of them turned out to be legit. People's misconceptions regarding fair use. So one of my pet peeves is people who claim things about fair use that are obviously not true. There's a little bit of ambiguity in terms of fair use in regards to some cases where they are, where it is ambiguous, right? Some things need to be hashed out in a court of law. But like, for example, re-uploading the entirety of a Disney movie to YouTube. Like you don't have to ask whether that falls under fair use. Obviously it doesn't, right? And so if you read some of the cases that have been done in regards to fair use and you read the guidelines, some things are far more obvious than others as to whether or not they apply. But despite that, there are a lot of people who will claim that fair use covers basically everything. And it's so easy to meet fair use. What are you talking about? And so I saw this tweet by Wavy Websurf. See, makes good content. I've seen his videos. He seems like a decent fella. And he says here, under US fair use doctrine, you are allowed to react to anything and showcase copyrighted material, even without giving credit, as long as you transform the content. This isn't explicitly stated anywhere, right? The phrase here, transform the content, is carrying a lot of weight if you're adding in like literally every single requirement into the word transform. The word transform there in a legal sense means quite a bit. Like you're in effect using the bare minimum of copyrighted material that you need to target a different audience for a different purpose. Not live streaming a video and watching it and then putting your face in the thumbnail for the original video. As I've tried to argue, potentially every single live stream reaction that has ever existed does not fall under fair use. Based on just a reading of the fair use guidelines and the court case with H3H3, in regards to how he won. But he goes on to say, it doesn't even matter if the creator is cool with your reaction, just don't fucking eat Chipotle or go AFK for 10 minutes while playing the video, dude. It's that easy, stop coping. Like, I don't, I don't like this idea. Where a person can be like, hey, like I, I would rather you didn't like just sit around watching my YouTube videos. Wavy's like, hey, you have to respect that, fuck him. 
that seems dirty. It's a different matter if you're like, you're making something edited and you're adding things for context from someone else's video. That's not what reacting is. It's, you haven't seen it before. You have no use for it. You don't know anything about it. It's just, I'm gonna turn on this video and sit back and, and chill. Like, <laughs> I talked to him in DMs. I probably don't wanna leak these DMs or whatever, but um, we had a chat and I, I seemed to convince him that he was wrong. But he didn't remove the tweet or something though. Um, which bothers me because, like, this goes around all the time. Whereas it's so easy to fall under fair use. Fair use defends basically nothing. People say, oh, if, if you just have some commentary, you're fine. That's not what defines fair use. The biggest problem that live streams have, as I always say, is that you're only allowed to use the bare minimum of copyrighted material necessary for whatever you're creating to make sense. And that's not the only requirement. In a live stream, you will at times show things that you, you didn't know would be there, and you have nothing to say on, and, and you just play them and go, well, because it was there, so I have to show it. No court has ruled that wanting to do a live stream and have people watch you respond to things is something that matters for fair use. Live streaming wasn't a thing when that was written. And even in 2016, 2017, when H3H3 case, that had nothing to do with live streaming and live streaming wasn't as popular back then. This, this myth of fair use being so easy to fall under, like it, it needs to go away. But as I said in my main video, generally what people mean when they say fair use is, this is what I think the rules should be, I think this content should exist, and therefore it should be fine. So their idea of fair use is merely what content they want to see exist, and what they think is fair. Not sure if this comment is an insult or a compliment. So on my video about Gabby, I received this comment. <laughs> it, it just made me laugh, so I want to put it in rambles. Damn, this guy talks in research paper. What? Is there, is there an actual word for that? I speak with esoteric language? My speech is complex? Or maybe he's just saying it's bland or something. It could be taken as a compliment. It should be posted to some subreddit called like, rare insults or maybe compliments? This is what true happiness feels like. Sometimes chat, you have to celebrate the simple wins, the simple joys, things that you don't expect to happen, but when they happen, you're like, oh, sweet. I would never normally take pictures of food, but KFC accidentally gave me a second roll. This is what true happiness feels like. Got a little KFC rolls. I swear these rolls were better back in the day, but they're still really good. Here's a free roll. It's like, oh, huh, I have two rolls now. Wow. <laughs> YouTube is currently the largest streaming platform. From Zach Bussy. It's funny, someone actually comments on this guy's name down here. What an incredibly unfortunate last name to have in 2023. I suppose that's a matter of perception. I think it's good marketing. You're more likely to remember it as you took time out of your day to think about it. He's not wrong. So stream charts has now added YouTube live data to their service. And if this is accurate, it means YouTube's live average viewership is about 47% larger than Twitch's. And that's coming from about 90% fewer channels. So this is Twitch's overall stats. Currently right now have 3.7 million viewers, over 100,000 channels, 4,000 games being streamed. Twitch concurrent viewers is 2.5 million. So the viewers now are just the, like higher than the average, of course. This compares to YouTube and they have 4.3 million viewers right now, over 10,000 channels with 242 games being streamed with YouTube's concurrent viewers being 4 million. So you can see the huge difference between the concurrent viewers there, 2.5 million to 4 million. In terms of hours watched, YouTube live streamers also seem to generate about 40 to 50% more watch time monthly. Again, also based on 90% fewer channels that stream. And this is just comparing YouTube month to month and Twitch month to month. Contextually, this isn't totally surprising, but it speaks to the value of discovery-based content on YouTube. If you can build an audience of VOD content, you have a good shot at live viewership. 
if you can't build an audience on VOD, you'll struggle with live. And that's actually why Twitch probably has 90% more streamers. If you couldn't build an audience on VOD content on YouTube, you probably would not stream. On Twitch, because it's all live, there's no such obvious barrier to success, so the dream isn't discouraged. I'm, I'm not sure what he means by that. Like, I, I don't understand why... Why would YouTube have so many more concurrent viewers but 90% less streamers? Like, even assuming things like, you know, the 24-hour chill-hop streams and stuff. All the music stuff. But it doesn't that exist on Twitch as well? Yeah, YouTube has over 10,000 channels, but they only play 200 different games. I think a lot of this just must be music. That's the only explanation I have here. Sam Woodhull, person on Twitter. He says, YouTube doesn't need to do anything to its live stream features to be a competitor in the market. YouTube is a VOD first platform. That's, you know, video on demand, uh, edited content. That allows creators to go live and connect with a community. Twitch is built on a kingmaker system. The ones at the top stay at the top. Algorithmic discoverable content is way more powerful than what Twitch offers. Turn YouTube into Twitch and you have the same issue you have with discoverability. Building an audience through VOD content is a more powerful way to achieve a live viewership on YouTube. I've said all these things myself. YouTube now getting swamped with Twitch reactions is kind of upsetting more ease of access that people had growing a brand on YouTube because they now have to compete with the content aggregators. It's still way better than Twitch though, right? Showing this graph here where most watch streaming platforms by hours watched of live broadcasts. So 7.6 billion hours from YouTube with 5.2 billion hours for Twitch. But I mean, actually it shows the comparison here because on YouTube, only 20% of those hours watched is gaming, where it's 80% on Twitch. So yeah, so it's not gaming. So is this really just all music? Wait, maybe they're including in that YouTube music. There's also live events and sports on YouTube, true. But I mean, Twitch has that a bit too. If they're including YouTube music in this, because that is streaming content, feels like cheating in a way. Like, are they including podcasts and stuff in this as well? Oh, kids as well. That's a very good point. This could even include, like, I mean, how, how much of do kids do live streaming stuff? I mean, none of that exists on Twitch. So even if it's a small amount on YouTube, that could do something. <laughs> but yeah, kick down here. While it is up 216%, it's sitting here with 200 million watch hours. Again, compared to Twitch, that is uh, 5.2 billion. Where's a uh, Twitch tracker? I said we'd look at this every once in a while to see how kick might be affecting things. So we are currently in 2023. Twitch currently in August has more viewers than it's had in like almost a year. It is not declining anymore. It is going up. It suggests that kick is not having much of an impact on Twitch and maybe kick's growth is from other things. Well, it could also just be taking such a small amount from Twitch that it's not really showing up on this, right? Or Twitch could be growing from other sources that counteracts whatever Kick is taking. But it could also be that Kick is growing by, you know, taking people from YouTube or growing using people that Twitch has banned, growing using people who've become disenfranchised with Twitch and weren't using the service anyway. They could be eating from Twitch's other small competitors down here. I don't know what Bigo is. Got the cutest logo. I hope he beats Kick. You go, little dude. Apparently, Kick has said they've got like another $200 million that they want to spend on streamers or something. Good luck to them. As I say, in a situation where everyone knows that if they move over to kick willingly, they can't get one of these big contracts, that's going to stop people moving over naturally. The only people who will move over are those who don't have an audience, and everyone else will just wait, hoping to get a contract. Streamer got mad at me for not being able to react. This dude named Theo, he uploaded an entire documentary with himself reacting in the corner the same day it released. The team who spent months making it 
told him to take it down. He became enraged on Twitter, calling it transformative and fair use, and he demanded that no one work with the original creator. Some of the most unhinged stuff, and I've been covering reaction content for many, many years, and the developments around its harm on various platforms. Obviously, due to my reach, people do tell me, traditionally, when people start mouthing off about me. <laughs> Normally, like, who cares? This is some really unhinged shit. I don't want to show the clip. Remaining anonymous, please if anything happens with this, but Twitch.com Theo was talking about React drama and directly mentioned you and said your channel was washed up and are a GTA player that no one cares about anymore. Unfortunately, again, he's a very unhinged kind of dude. I'm not sure I'd want to show his footage. But he's locked his VODs to subscribers anyway. What he said, this quote, is goddamn hilarious. Put Theo's face on screen somewhere as I read this. <laughs> And there's that fucking, um, God, I can't remember his name, Dark Viper, the worst, God. There's no person who is complaining about problems that he's actually causing more than I can imagine. His channel washed up. He's a shit GTA streamer that no one gives a fuck about anymore. So rather than reflect and say, hey, I need to change my content style and strategy and do something people resonate with, he starts complaining that reaction YouTubers are why his channel is falling apart. No, that's not how that works. Yeah, and I'm sure he's gonna clip that and make another video with these fucking 2 million subscribers where he gets 30k views on a video max. He's, he's like unwell, like super unhinged. Yeah, Dark Viper, I don't want to start drama. I'm just, I'm just pointing out that drama content is easy and free. I think it would give too much credit to what he says here to just disprove it all. But you guys know that all this is false. But what I just find funny is every single time this topic comes up, part of the reason why I'm referencing this, this always happens, where people don't look at my analytics, don't look at how well I'm doing, and just start mouthing off that I must be washed up. Otherwise, why would I care about other people? Like, obviously, I have talked about this for four, like four years now, when my channel was smaller, when it was at its peak, when it, went, when it was a little bit smaller, when it was as it is now, like, uh, it's probably the peak it is again. In the same way that Mizkif was like, oh man, this guy used to have 5k viewers average, man, now he's just angry. That never happened. And you just can't escape from this because people don't want to accept that you have a legitimate reason, a legitimate grievance, and would have to spend the time and effort to understand what you're saying. And so as I've said many times in Rebels, people look for an out, a way to shut down their brain and just dismiss out of hand what a person is saying, to find a way to not critically analyze the claims being made and to just move on. Whether it be a person's shirt, their eye color, their skin color, their political affiliations, it's just, they have that thing, they're done. And so in, so Theo has now made up this narrative where me right now being potentially the most successful I've ever been before I started any recent events. I suppose I didn't start them, but before any recent events, I'm like the most successful I've ever been. He doesn't need to look at my analytics. He doesn't need to look how I'm going. He's just like, I, 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 if he's not doing well, then I can just dismiss him out of hand. And I embarrassed him thoroughly on Twitter and in that video, and he's never gotten over it. And that's funny to see. And if this guy sincerely thinks writing a script for an, a video that goes from an hour and a half to two hours or whatever is easy, that probably explains why he was willing to rip off an entire documentary and re-upload it to his YouTube channel. What are these fucking documentary makers? They couldn't have spent a year on that documentary. They probably spent like 15 minutes. Like, well, well, who are these people complaining? Just me ripping off like 15 minutes of work. Guys, apparently never worked a hard day in his life. He, he honestly thinks highly edited scripted uh, content is just an easy thing that you can just throw out. 
The, I guess these uh, sort of statements will never go away. The sad thing about it is though, chat, eventually such people will be right. Eventually, I will have to start to fall off. Eventually, my channel will have to start to slow down. I know I'll have these claims made at every point of my career, irrespective of how well I am doing. For example, right now I'm doing really, really well. That has nothing to do with any sort of reaction stuff. But eventually I will start to decline. And it is going to feel a little bit more real when people say that, you know. Even though I know they're just being disingenuous and don't really look at anything. One day people will look at me and go, he's fucking washed up, man. He's getting like a half the views he was getting before. And that kind of thing. It shouldn't probably be a motivating factor for me to continue to want to do well so that I can t continue to laugh at these people and how ignorant they are. But it, there's a little bit of that there. As long as I keep doing better than I was before, I can be like, ha, huh, you're wrong. <laughs> you're dumb. You're emotionally compromised. You cannot perceive reality correctly. You can't see the most obvious thing in front of your face. You can't even bother to look up something for even 10 seconds before speaking. And I can know that for certain. Always remember chat, just because you don't find something important and you don't personally follow something, doesn't mean that it isn't important and popular elsewhere. I'm sure Theo, very much so, an egotistical asshole, uh, probably doesn't understand that. Stop! Now that I have your attention, hit the like and subscribe button. Thank you. I wish you all the best.